What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Ask LFC podcast. It is great once again to be hanging out with you guys. My name is Harrison Gilming. I am the Worship Arts Director here at Lake Forest in Huntersville. I'm Mike Moses, lead pastor. And yes, it is the Ask LFC podcast, even though the intro music was different. That's right. What it's inspired fun. you, Harrison? You, you, you just know, told me as you turned it on. It's just fun to change it up every now and again. I'm okay. the kind of I'm the kind of person at home where like once every six months I just rearrange all the furniture and rooms just because. Okay, the I feel question. Like it. I listen to podcasts and I kind of like the familiar music comes on. I'm like, oh yeah, it's that. <laughs> That's true. It's my retirement planning moment. You know, I'm getting yeah. into that vibe. So, uh, ask LFC podcast listeners. We don't ask for feedback from you really, but. We will love, just as you're seeing Harrison or me on Sunday or, or drop us an email. That's right. Would, would you prefer that we stick with familiar, and, and it could be, I like this one, um, or do you like changing it up every now and then? I, I would like to know. We could play them both just on top of each other at the same time. Bad, bad. <laughs> Most of your ideas are good, Harrison. That's a bad one. Oh. Hey, today's topic um, and it is how, like, actual method of having a... Half day or day alone with God. It was mentioned significantly in two of our sermons during the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry series. I want to be very practical with you about how I have done it for 30 years now. Um, uh, but before, so that's our main topic for today. It won't be mm-hmm. super long, but before yep. that, we've had two pr- remarkable. Lake Forest worship gatherings this week uh, during the week. Yeah, I'll tell you about the one that I was involved with uh, just last last night as we're sitting down to record this mic. We had uh, a night of worship and prayer, and uh, I will say this to create some serious FOMO for you. If you were not there, this is something that we will be doing again in the relatively near future, probably the, probably the beginning of... Uh, 2023 we're going to put another one of these nights on the calendar because man it was just um getting to gather together with our church and to have just an open space to be able to uh to be able to worship to be able to pray uh members of our prayer team there hanging out and and uh uh, andrew ruth leading some some of these sections of prayer and just just doing such a great job of fostering uh, space for people to um, to seek out prayer in some new ways. We got the, it was active. Everyone yeah. was active in their prayer. We had ways to. There was a thankfulness wall, and people drew or wrote that part of their prayer. There were candles to be lit for important people in your life today or missing. Uh, mm-hmm. People were just moving. Uh, I've never seen so many Lake Forest people go for prayer to gifted members of our prayer team. I did. I had a specific mm-hmm. thing on my heart and mind, and I went to one of our prayer stations and just am so grateful for being prayed over. Uh, Harrison, I've never um, uh, been prayed over in our sanctuary or our prayer space with mm-hmm. someone who also included their prayer language of speaking in tongues, and I was mm-hmm. prayed over in that way. Uh, and uh, it was a, a, a unique and powerful way the Holy Spirit ministered to me last night. Yeah, it was really cool. And I think, I mean, this says a lot, but over the past couple of years, as as we navigated through all of the COVID changing things and opening back up, one thing that we've seen a little bit less of on Sunday mornings, especially over the past stretch, are 
uh, people taking us up on letting us know how we can pray for them. Just the amount of prayer yes. requests we go in uh, over the past couple of years. We've just seen a dip in that in terms of people just taking the time to write it drop it into the the the, the treasure chest especially right, because we and, weren't passing the jeans yeah pocket. yeah it just hasn't been as good of a mechanism uh, uh melissa alvarez sent around an email to us today of prayer requests from last night 10 pages of prayer, Seriously? 10 pages of just oh raw, i just came out of counseling sessions yeah, i haven't seen that yeah, okay. it was I'm, I, if there's any better like metric of just how people were engaging with last night and people just coming and bringing some of them were, some of them were things to pray for. Some of them were things they were just praising God for things he's yeah. done in their life, but just people, people just trying it out. It was, it, it was cool. Powerful. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, another, uh, worship event is El Buen Samaritano. That of our Lake Forest family of churches has been partnered with Caterpillar Ministries and Assurance United Methodist Church, which is, um, on the other side of us from the Huntington Green neighborhood, in uh, putting on a once-a-month Tuesday night uh, worship and praise and family meal event. Mm-hmm. And Tuesday night was the second or third time they've done it. Our our own Andrew Ruth uh, cooked up um, the, I don't know. Something. Uh, something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there were um, 100, 120 people in, from the neighborhood. It's amazing. And the Assurance Methodist praise team led the music this week, and Pastor Victor preached, I believe, or Rosemary. Uh, just the pictures from that just gave me such joy. Hmm. Um, and that's an interesting finding that an evening event that includes worship is something winsome in that community. And so it's been done monthly this fall and may move to weekly in the winter. And I just that just made me happy, Harrison. And that's a beautiful part of our partnership, not only in the family of churches with El Buen Samaritano, but our Missio Day partnership with Caterpillar and El Buen to serve and love on the people in Huntington Green. And I think all of this really speaks to where we're going with our topic today that we just have a strong sense around here and and we we are part of what we do i'm speaking about mike and i and our staff team here at lake forest part of what part of what our literal job is is to try and get a sense of the spiritual needs and the the spiritual direction of the community of people that god has called us to to shepherd and to be a part of and we just across the board here on our staff team have just had this sense that there is a a hunger in people to uh to experience God in new ways to encounter the Holy Spirit to grow Mm -hmm. spiritually it's just like it's like fruit that is ripe for the picking. People just have this desire and, and a huge part of another way that we accomplish this is something that Cami uh, has, has been putting together for a while here. Jeff and Andrew are getting together some for the dudes. These things are, we take people, take people out of their everyday life for a day and just spend a day alone with God. Uh, Yeah. Cami brought the phrase uh, dog day, D A W G day alone with God. Mm -hmm. Um, She offers, at least two, if not three of these on a Wednesday or Thursday for women per mm-hmm. semester. At, and do, does it at one of several homes on Lake Norman of Lake Forest people. And every time they fill up, Harrison, <laughs> there's a waiting list. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, and um, the, I'd, every now and then I'll just be meeting with a Lake Forest woman, and, and she'll just refer to, yeah, I was at the dog day, and I really came clear with this between me and the Lord on something. It, it'll just be sort of random. So we th- I, I thought that it'd be helpful, uh, and, and something you just said, Harrison— Church leadership, yes, is about the leadership hearing from the Lord and saying, here's where God's calling us to go, uh, in discipleship or in vision or whatever, many different things. But church, effective church leadership is also listening to the Holy Spirit in the body of believers. Spirit speaks through the whole body, and if, and if I can recast what you just said, mm-hmm. um, we're following, I feel like... <laughs> I'm following a little bit, uh, not a little bit, of the, a, a sense of hunger and desire that you just described of our congregation, and I'm responsible. I may be the person at the front of the room talking about it, but I'm being led by what is happening in the congregation, so I just wanted to name that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a, a little bit about uh, practicality of how to do a day long with God. This came up in um, the first sermon of Ruthless Elimination of Hurry series was on silence and solitude. And um, was that Jeff or Andrew that preached that? I believe it was That, that was... Anyway, uh, some guy. Andrew. Some guy here. Andrew. Yeah. Yes. Um, excellent sermon. And, and the recommendation was building some period. People have different kinds of jobs, family situations. Everybody can't take two days out of their life per month and go to the mountains by themselves mm-hmm. um, necessarily. But all of us can add on to, so there's the daily rhythm, just like Jesus. Early in the morning, he went away to a quiet place and prayed. So there's this daily moment of silence and solitude with God that, that is classically known as devotions or a quiet time in the church I grew up in. Um, but then there's this extended uh, that, that could be a, as little as an hour, but even that for many Christians is uncomfortable. I, what? An hour of day alone praying with God, not reading a Christian book, mm-hmm. but actually attending to God in silence and solitude. From So there's an hour option. There, there could be a half a day, which is generally what I engage in monthly, sometimes a full day. But usually I, I, I do go away for study and prayer about once a month, and usually about a half a day of that is relegated to what I'm about to tell you that I do. And then the other half is sermon prep and things like that, mm-hmm. um, vision looking ahead. So whether it's an hour, a half day, or a full day, and then, in, I mean, in some cases— uh, some of our folks go away to, uh, there's a monastery or two in the region or retreat centers that have rooms for this, and they'll do a multiple-day retreat. Mm-hmm. But let's just talk about a half-day or a day retreat. Um, so, when, And I'm going to mention two resources, and I'm going to describe this with the, the resource that I have used the most often. Um, it, it's a book called A Guide to Prayer for All God's People published by Upper Room Books. I believe it's still in print. The author's last names are Job, J-O-B, and Shaw Chuck, just like it sounds. Okay. A Guide to Prayer for All God's People. And this is something, the, the, the majority of this little beautiful little prayer book is, is a guide for uh, weekly and daily devotions for the period of a whole year. And I've used, 
I change my devotional practice. That that little bit of silence and solitude. It's important to note, notice, Harrison, that having a quiet time or a morning or evening or midday devotion is a moment of silence and solitude. You create. We're creating space to attend to the holy, to interact with God, the Holy Spirit, um, through a bit of word, that which is God speaking directly to us in the Bible, and then a bit of our words back to Him, and then perhaps silence. Silence. Mm-hmm. So I've used this uh, a guide to prayer for all God's people for my daily devotions uh, every now and then because I, I use something different every year. I change up yeah. how I talk to God uh, and let Him talk to me daily. But in the back of this book are a series of 12 uh, single-day retreat models, hmm. um, one for every month. Uh, and the the first year I had this book, I just went ahead and um, starting in January, I did Retreat Model 1, um, which is called Prayer and My Life. Uh, this book, uh, in February of that year, uh, I did retreat model, retreat model number two. The theme, check out this theme. You'll get the age of the book. Faithful living in a nuclear age. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I will tell you, Harrison, when I opened this book up, this is a, a dog-eared book. I never loaned this out. This is a treasure to me now. The date, uh, one of the dates written beside Retreat Model 1, Prayer in My Life, is October 28th, 1998. What happened 10 days before that? Pop quiz, Harrison. October 18th, 1998. Tell me. I don't know. That was the launch Sunday of Lake Forest Church. Oh, man. In the skating rink. And so, you know what makes me happy? I'm really happy for my younger self that 10 days later... Hmm. Uh, that would have been probably a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I went away. I don't know where I uh, where I went, and I did this daily, this day alone with God. I'm I'm happy that my younger self <clears throat> had that rhythm hmm. to attempt to be a healthy pastor, even in the first month of public ministry of our church when there was so much to do. Uh, I've just I read that and I smiled. Um, mm-hmm. So now let me give you an outline of kind of how they arrange. A, 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 uh, actually, uh, in their introduction, they kind of give you some direction for uh, for this. Let me um, let me find it. Um, uh, sorry, you're good. They they have a. a an orderly process, and then um, here here we go. Uh, we recommend you spend one day a month in private retreat. To assist you in this, we've included in this book a schedule of themes, a design to follow, and supporting resources, and I'll describe those in a moment. The retreat models are designed for individual use, although they can be utilized by two or more persons. Each retreat is planned for a 24-hour period of time. Uh, maximum benefit is gained in a setting away from everyday routines, everyday a retreat center, a camp, a motel room, a room in a church, or an unused room at home. Uh, only as a last resort, use your office study or living room for your retreat. Adjust the hours to fit your schedule, but try to give necessary time to each segment of the retreat or day alone with God experience. Remember, it is God who meets you and who provides for you. Have confidence that God's provision is adequate for your need. It's natural to wonder, what will I do? Have no fear. 
countless number of persons have discovered God is able to provide more than enough to sustain them in such a setting. Do not fear the solitude and silence of retreat. They can be friends that reveal the presence of God. Many have discovered that the personal retreat setting is a good time to explore a spiritual growth book or uh, in a concentrated manner. Some find that a day of fasting is an excellent companion on a day of retreat. That's usually what I do. Um, Above all, feel at liberty to adjust the retreat to meet your needs. Remember, God is your leader and spiritual director. So here's the out. Here's sort of their guide, and so I recommend using a guide. Cami has her own that she developed for her days alone with God, and they're different. So here, I'm just going to walk you through the elements. This this is that retreat model one prayer in my life that I did in October of '98, and have done it many times since. So it starts, uh, and I jot, I write out this schedule as I do each one in my journal. I journal through the whole thing with uh, Dear Lord at the top, so it's com- constant conversation. Hmm. The first step is arrive and get settled, and there's a one-sentence prayer here. Our God, who always calls us to prayer, teach me in these hours to pray as I should and for what I should. In Jesus' name, amen. So I, I pray that. I repeat that several times to arrive and get settled into my space. And then the next step is 30 minutes of silent listening. Harrison, for that, I kneel. I'm kneeling, so which is arduous for 30 minutes for me. Uh, so my body is telling me I'm doing something different. My body is saying I'm uh, I, I'm being attentive to the Lord in silence now. I'm just I'm just kneeling before Him, and I'm not attempting to formulate prayers. I'm not really trying to listen for the Lord to say something to me. It's silence, and if I need to say anything. I will every night when my mind gets distracted, which that happens. Don't don't fret. Yep. Uh, it just happens. I, um, when that happens, I just call myself, Lord. I'm I'm before you in silence. I love you, and then I'll just again just attempt to be completely silent. I do keep along with my journal where I'm journaling thoughts about all this. I keep a separate sheet of paper that says distractions at the top, and when something comes into my mind. Hmm. Uh, especially if it's like, oh, I need to send somebody the thing. I'll write it down so that it's it's over there That's for good. the end of the day. Yeah. Okay, so first, arrive and get settled, simple prayer. Second is 30 minutes of silent listening. And then next on their schedule is scripture reading. Uh, and in parentheses, use one passage for each cycle. And they have uh, four different scripture passages. Uh, and I have underlined here the first one, Matthew 4, 1 through 11. And so what I do is then I get that scripture out, and I I give about 30 minutes uh, to reading it, rereading it, rereading it. Um, I might walk around the room, read it aloud. Uh, I just soak in it a little bit, uh, let it sink in. And that's anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, and that's 11 verses in Matthew 4 in this retreat model. The next step says this, response. So you've just sat in God's Word for 15 to 30 minutes, just one little passage. And it says response, and there are are three things under it. Journal. And so that's what I do. I journal. All, All that I hear and see in that passage that relates to me, my life, people I love, 
my work. I'm just, I'm just letting, I'm just interacting with God's word there. It's just that simple. It's, it's really kind of that simple. Hmm. Um, and then under that response period is prayer. And then, I, so then I, after I've journaled out about my response to that scripture, then I just talk to the Lord about it. I pray. And sometimes I, I usually write that out. I'm journaling that too. Um, when I, when I write my prayers, when I journal on a retreat like this, it, it feels more immediate and concrete and like the prayers are definitely going above the ceiling. Hmm. Um, and then the, the next part in the schedule is called reading and reflection. And they have, uh, here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight little paragraphs selected from various spiritual Christian readings that relate to this theme of prayer in my life and the scripture of Matthew 4, 1 through 11. So under reading and reflection, I read these each of these paragraphs. There's eight of them from different books. And, I, and then I journal my response to that. Um, that's the next step is reflection and response. So then I journal, oh, I was just in this scripture. I was in silence before God, and now I've read these paragraphs. Here's, here's what I'm hearing. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, uh, and then the next thing on the schedule is recreation or rest. So if this is a morning half day for me, I'll then go for a walk. Uh, or uh, in a monastery where I was doing this very program in England, uh, I went out and uh, chopped wood uh, mm. for a half an hour. Um, if it's an afternoon half day, I'll take a nap. That's a really good thing to do on a day alone with God. That, that honors God. Uh, and then it finishes with um, a specific prayer and a, 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 a final time for journaling. And so that would all be designed to take um, two to three hours. And then the, in this retreat model, if I'm taking a whole day, I'll just start the cycle over but do the next selection of Scripture the, the second time through. Um, how's that sound, Harrison? It sounds awesome, and I think the thing that even just hearing you describe that kind of a day that uh, from my experiences of doing stuff like this as well, Mike, what makes it so powerful is even just the the pace and the practice of this is so counterintuitive mm-hmm. to the pace and the speed of regular life for us of checking our emails and, and ha- touching your phone a hundred times a day and just all the things that steer our minds in different directions. And I'm right there as well. And, and for me, um, you know, I, I'll do even just shortened versions a couple times a year, just this last week took an hour or two knowing this, the night of, uh, worship and prayer was coming and just like, just retreating mm-hmm. for a little bit to just, mm-hmm prepare and be ready for those things. And just, just the act of intentionally stepping aside to say, I'm going to do this. And then when you add in having a direction or a plan to it, um, to help steer, it's just so helpful. I think all of us need direction or a plan. We can follow leadership from others to, to the content of the the schedule of it. Um, you know, there's a spiritual practice called spiritual reading and, and that's reading a good Christian book about prayer. But this is silence and solitude, experiencing prayer. A couple of the other retreat models, one is called discerning God's will. That's the theme of it. 
I've hmm. needed that one at various times. Yeah. Another one is healing. Another of the retreat models is forgiveness. And I have the date October 12th, 1999 written there. And actually, the, I, that jogs me. I know what forgiveness I was wrestling with. And that hmm. was my day alone retreat. New Beginnings is a retreat theme and, and, and so on. Hmm. So again, that resource, I cannot recommend it more highly to you. A Guide to Prayer for All God's People by Upper Room Books. It's, it's also beautiful. Hmm. One more resource that is new to me is uh, titled Solo, Creating Space with God. Hmm. By the, last, the author's last names are Smith and Ivy. Uh, And it says this on the back jacket, it is your personal guide to help you craft a day alone, a day with God, a day to regain your humanity and your heart. And so I recommend that one to you as well. Well, friends, that's our Ask LFC podcast. Um, I pray, I, I mean, really, as your pastor, I do pray for you to have uh, a bit in the way of Jesus of silence and solitude built into the warp and woof and rhythm uh, of your life. It is in these moments for me when most often, suddenly, the Holy Spirit will steal in on me, unasked for, certainly not demanded, and give me the greatest senses that I have in my life mm. of His nearness. And that fills me up and it gives me some of the confidence that you see in me on a Sunday of almost not faith but certainty. And I'm grateful for that and I wish for that for you. And very practically speaking, if this is ringing some bell in you as you listen to this, please um, reach out to Cami, reach out to Jeff or Andrew. Uh, this is what they do is help Lake Forest people do this, especially if it's unfamiliar and they help foster this stuff. So that it would nothing would make them happier. I can speak with confidence than to um, help get you connected with something like this. So, all right, that's the Ask LFC podcast. Thank you. We'll catch you guys next time.